Hi, I'm Austin, and this is Hortbegier Chronicles. The trees rushing past all seem to slow down for you as you see the silhouetted andalite. You can now see as you get a little bit closer that it's joined by other creatures as well. The detail is hard to make out. There seems to be three larger creatures. One that is a little would be a little bit smaller than you all. And uh, one even smaller sitting on the top, but one of the uh, bigger creatures uh, shoulder. What do you guys do? Cinnillion and Alira. Alira, what do we do? Well, why, why, are, why are you asking me? I don't know, because you just seemed like you would have a good plan. Did, did, did I? Did I? I, I, I oh, gosh. But, uh, uh, Can I roll perception to see closer? Yes. Uh, you'll ha- you will have to move a little bit closer. I mean, you already are anyway. Yeah. You just crit. Setting the tone. You all both rush through the trees and you move a little bit closer. You can make out the Andalite and what seems to be native creatures to this planet. As the rest of you sit around the red bark and drink this juice that makes you feel funny, what are you guys doing? I'm probably pulling off little pieces and giving super little pieces to Bronk, like throwing them and letting him catch them. <laughs> he stumbles a little bit. Y'all is just sitting there eating the bark. Keppa is walking around close to the tree, scanning everything possible. Will you all each describe your characters and describe what these two other creatures see? Each is a smaller, mid-size uh, Hork-Bajir. Um, kind of chill looking. Um, she has a little friend, um, the Cha'audin, that usually sits on her shoulders and runs around and scurries. And then a kind of slightly bigger creature um, that has bigger ears coming back. Kind of dog-like creature that's running around. And yeah, that's me. Y'all is... On the larger size of Hork Bajir, which I, you know, big green reptile lady. Keffa is even smaller than each. With those figures, you also see an Andalite. And this Andalite, um, it has a mane going from the back to the front of her head, and it's like a small mohawk almost, but it, it kind of leans to the right. And her tail blade arches up over her head. And it has a slight curve to it, but the back of it has serrated teeth. And she seems to dip her hoof in a little bowl full of this uh, red liquid and bark. Sinelian. Is that... That's not Ciro. Who is that? I do not know, but they do not seem to be in distress. 
No, they seem to be gallivanting? Imbibing? What's the word I'm looking for? I do not know. Let's get closer, but maybe sneakily. In like this, or as ourselves. You know what? She'll uh, she'll fly in and land on the ground and start morphing. Zanillion will follow her. Uh, can you guys please describe what your characters look like as they come out of the morph? As the wings start shrinking and the form starts growing, um, blue fur starts to emerge, kind of paler blue fur starts to emerge and a tail starts to whip out of the blob just just shoots right out with the tiniest little tail blade you've ever seen and as the legs are growing they kind of stop growing because they're not that they're not that tall and as the morph completes an andalite emerges a very very short stubby round sort of andalite female appears out of this bird. As uh, this bird lands and the other one starts morphing and verbing and forming up into an andalite, the very same sort of thing starts happening right next to them as, as this bird's kind of changing and, and its you know front wings turn into legs and it starts to bisect its body into two different parts. But then it just keeps going and going and going and going and going. And uh, as its tail kind of whips out, it kind of comes out in this big, like long, like flowing sort of thing that ends in this giant scythe tail blade that has the little notch out of it. And it's probably 10 to 15 seconds after Alira is done morphing that Senillion stands over pretty, pretty far over. Kim. All of the Hort-Bajir roll me perception checks uh, with disadvantage as your vision is kind of blurry and uh, the sounds all around you seem to muddle together. Kefa, as you're scanning, the scanner starts to beep towards its pointing that way. Kefa will turn and look at the others and see that they're having a good time and then follow the beep you see Matea's ear twitch and she turns and joins you. I think I heard something. She stumbles a little bit as she walks. Juice good. Yes. Very good. You get a reading on your scanner, two dots and some words kind of come up when these dots come up. The dots are blue and they have like, are circled in green and then have like a little tag that comes off the side of them. Mateo look down at the scanner and she'll like read the uh, what's to the side of it and she'll say these are scanning as andalites andalite DNA uh, morphine technology is happening andalite like me and, and Ciro friend uh, I wasn't aware of anybody coming 
around now. They could be friends. I don't see why any Andalites would not be friends. Find friend? Yeah. Senili and Alira, you, you know the general area where these creatures are, and now that you've finished morphing, you can kind of see two of them, the Andalite and one of the creatures, kind of start to step away and, and talk. Uh, one of them has a scanner in the hand. The native creature to this to this place has a scanner in there. Uh, you know them as the Hort Vizier. Private thought speak to Senilian. We shouldn't have any problems from the Andalite, but keep an eye on the creature. It's not that big, but those blades look... Formidable. All right, you've got it. And Ilira will start walking forward. Uh, so you two are are still like hidden, like they can't see you, but they like the way you all are peeking around. You can see them, but they seem like they're coming in your direction. Uh, so do you step out? Yeah, I think I think Ilira will will step forward, just seeing that there's an andalite there. She'll step into view. Snillian will as well. He's he's hovering over Alira. Tail not threateningly high, but body language is on alert. <laughs> Where is my bag? Did I bring it with me? Yeah, so as you demorphed, it was like at your okay. feet. You could slung it back over your shoulder. Great. I will re-suit uh, up. Kefa, you see two Andalites step from behind a tree. One seems to be strapping some kind of some kind of that metal bark to her wrist. As soon as they step out, uh, I think Keffa over her shoulder is going to say, y'all each more friend. The tail blade of the Andalite that you guys see, Alara and Senilian, as it, it cocks as it come, as you guys come out, but it lowers when it sees you uh, to about the same intensity that Senilian's is. Hello. Y'all will walk up and, He's had a lot of the red bark. So he's going to be very happy. He's like, new friend! And almost hug them. As you go to move past Matea, uh, she will put a hand on your shoulder to kind of stop you. Each tried to get up really, really fast because she was excited and then immediately just bit it and fell right back down. Um, (laughs) So she's in a pile with all of the pets um, working to get herself up to come over to meet the rest of the group, but excitedly so. When Matea stops me from walking, uh, not friend? Yes, a friend. That's private thought speak to y'all. Just new friends. Everybody hears, hello. Back to you, Elira. Hello, I am Elira Estroth Askelin, and this is my friend, Sanillian. Who might you be? I am Matea Drazelia Alnan, and this is Kefa and Yalk and Each. Yeah, Kefa's gonna motion to herself with like while still holding the scanner, be like Kefa. Y'all Each One of the creatures scurries up uh, each as she's like kind of crawling up and looking at you. The creature scurries up her back and like looks too and goes just like makes little squeak sounds and then the other one stands up and gives like a gruff and lays back down so Alira's definitely like very put off by I mean all of this but especially just the size of y'all I think Um, and she's gonna kind of look around at everyone and then go back to addressing Maitea 
we ran over here to assist in Prince Zero. Uh, is, is he here? What's going on? What is report? Oh, you're with the fleet. Uh, and she, like, starts to stand up straight. And she, like, puts a hand on Kefa to kind of straighten herself up. And she says, uh, Yes, Prince Zero's scoop is three clicks in the north direction. He is giving his routine routine transmission back to the fleet tonight. He is still giving his transmission currently? Uh, yes. He should be just about finished. Alira, we must go. Indeed, we must. Uh, please point us in the direction. Oh, it's, it's this way. I can take you there. That would be helpful. With haste, please. Yeah, uh... Friends? And she looks back to the York Bajir with her uh, stock eyes. It seems I have a mission. To to metal trees? To yes. Friends help. Mm. And Kefa turns around and heads that way. <laughs> yeah, and Matea takes off as well. Each you notice specifically, Bronx stays by the red tree, and this is normal for him. He's he normally runs off on his own sometimes and comes back. And the Chaduin is jumping through the trees uh, with you guys as you as you move. These Hortbajir, you, Senilian and Alir, you guys have picked up that whatever they were doing in those, with that red bark, inebriated them a little bit, but they still seem to be swinging through these trees with expertise. It's a little harder for you guys to navigate through because the ground is like, you, you'll just see like what almost looks like rock side mountains, but they're actually just tree uh, bark that extends up and then leaves cover like the ground along with grass that grows. And sometimes you have to like, you know, go around here to get up the to this side because you can't climb as well. Alira's definitely complaining about this to Sanillion. Why would they send us to this planet? You can't even walk on it. This is so difficult terrain. I am starting to wonder if perhaps it is punishment. She kind of clams up at that and kind of lowers her head a little bit as she's running. As you all run, you all start to hear a low hum. And you see it just before the bright white light, a ship come down into the canopy in the direction that you're all headed in. And the white light comes from it and it shoots down. You all hear the impact, and it come, comes from near where the Andalite scoop is. The first initial impact. You hear small rumbles. And then it grows as the blast echoes out towards you all, and splinters fly towards you. Uh, everybody make me dexterity saves. Illyria and Senilian take 11 piercing damage as these splinters all hit you as the shockwaves move moves past you all. Kefa, each y'all take five piercing damage as your uh, thick skin keeps some of these splinters from hitting you. It does rattle the ground and cause you all to stop for a second and uh, you have to brace to hold yourself in position and not fall over. 
and then you all see the smoke start to billow through and cover all around you. At the place you all stopped, you're in a almost like a valley that has those mountain tree side looking things, and it extends up about three levels, uh, trees all around. And the Hort Bajir, can you please roll me perception checks? You all notice that the smoke is also coming from the great tree where your clan was. As you all reel from this, Matea looks around and darts off in, and you guys see her enter the smoke. So Nillian's going to try to stop her. How do you do that? So when she jumps to take off, he's literally going to use his stride to jump further and block her with his body and then say, like, gr- try to grab her. Not like tough with his hands, with his arms. He doesn't have a lot of strength, but just kind of in a way that like cages her in visually and just say, no, do not go there. I have to. They're like my family. It will do you no good to run in there now. We've seen this sort of thing before. We need to be quiet about this if we go closer. What do you mean you've seen this? What is this? An attack. That's why we were rushing here. The Yerks? The Yerks. She is still a little bit tense and and seems like she's wanting to pull away. Elira will add, he's telling the truth. We were working on a ship and we saw presumably Ciro's message get intercepted. And then privately just to Elira, Sinillian's going to add, and we probably would have gotten here in time if it wasn't for that prince's message. We're definitely going through his stuff later. Everybody sees... Matea kind of dropped to her front knees and then her back knees drop as well and her head lowers and she lets out in your all's minds a scream emotional agony y'all's already gone yeah this is the first thing was to just all about there to the uh, great tree yeah and you said the the new friends were there also? They were right around the same area? So, uh, kind of, kind of. Picture, like if it's like a Y shape, you guys are at the intersection. And one is one way, one is the other. Okay, so it did not attack. The loud, oh, did- the loud boom came definitely from the metal trees. But you all see more smoke coming from the Oh, okay, great tree. okay, so we can, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm going to head to the great tree. Yeah, and Kepa's going to take off after him. Yeah, I think each will follow. As this all happens with Matea, you see the hort jump into the trees and start to move away. Y'all, as you jump from one of these levels to the next and you're springing up about to grab the next branch, something jumps out of the smoke. Uh, Kepa, each, you both see this as well. It is a, a blue bean jumps from the smoke at you y'all and tries to dig its flat teeth into your shoulder Uh, the rest of you see this creature cling to him his limbs are very improportionate to each other Uh, and he has these big beady eyes that are glued to 
the spot in his shoulder that he, that he's currently chewing on. Uh, Senili and Alir, you all see this as well with your stalk eyes. He, he's up like a level from you on this incline uh, and as this thing hits him and you all see more start to emerge from the smoke. We're gonna roll some initiative. Each, as you see one of these geds lumber out from these trees, he kind of waddles as he walks and he walks up to you and he tries to punch you. Not cool, bro. Not cool, man. Oh, I don't Does like it. 12 hit your AC? It matches it. One bludgeoning <gasps> damage. Ha! As he hauls back as far as he can and swings and gets it right in your knee. It doesn't hurt that much. <laughs> Next up, y'all's all. This thing is clinging to you, trying to gnaw into your shoulder. So y'all has no time for this garbage. Um, and he's so focused on getting to the great tree that he flies into a rage. And then he's going to use his elbow claw on this thing. Hell yeah. For five, ten piercing damage. Yeah, because I'm in the rage. I get a plus five to my damage. I get a second attack, don't I? Well, first, what's it look like when this one bites this? Bites the bark. Like when Randy Johnson hits that bird with the bait. Like it just explodes. (laughs) Like, yeah, it just... And that bird is dead. Like, it was... Yeah, like... It was an inflatable get, and I just popped it. Purple blood and meat spews everywhere. So, yeah, then I just throw it off to the side. But now I'm mad because this thing stopped me. So I will see the one next to me, and I'll run over to it. Uh, And I'll do the same thing except with my tail this time. So yeah, my tail attack is a 16 on the one over there. The one sort of below me, because that's the one that I would be able to see. So that's 24 slashing damage to the other one. Yeah, that one too. Yeah, like a violent, violent horror movie. Just bits of Ged go everywhere. Next up is this Ged who will... Hold on, real quick, because I assume I'm facing out of this crater. Yeah. Uh, Do I... Do I realize that there are other Ged, or were those the only two that I saw? Uh, you saw the one that jumped out in front of you, and then you saw that one kind of come out and look over at you as you finished the first one off. Uh-huh. Now, as you as the second one explodes, you look around. You see one already on each, and you see another two. So that'll, that'll stop me from going to the Great Tree. That's what I was curious about, if I was going to head on or not. This one up here in the top left will start to waddle down and he'll look down this crevice and he'll say the others will kind of turn and face that way and he'll keep moving and punch at you each a 12 hits punches you for one damage i've got the drunken master i'm like i'm still a little bit woozy so i'm just like moving just enough so they're not really hitting me this one hearing the call of his his brethren will move here first, see the Andalites, but see this Hort-Bajir closer. And he'll try to punch you. <laughs> y'all? He'll try to punch y'all. Sam? No. He punches you right in your abdomen, but nothing. You just look down at him. Kefa. Uh, Kefa is going to um, leap forward to where each is and attempt to just sink some claws in this one that's right in front of her. 
hell yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to do it. Yeah, that'll do it. For three piercing, you slice this thing, and one of its arms just boom, goes to the ground, but it looks up at you. Yeah, what? Uh, next up is Matea. She'll, like, look around and see everybody, uh, all these aliens at Geds that Senelian Alera, you know these are Geds. You've seen these. You've fought them, and they are coming out of this smoke. Uh, and she'll, like, look around and try to, like, push herself back up. Senelian, uh, are you holding her anymore? Yeah, he'll he'll still... I mean, he was never, like, holding her in place, but if she's trying to get up, he'll help her up. She'll go to move, like, to try to get in the battle. I think at that, he'll he'll ask her, what are you doing? In order to keep her, you'll have... You can ask her that question, but you'll have to roll in athletics or in acrobatics, because she's going to try to get out, basically, if you... If that's the first thing you say. She'll roll and you roll. Yeah, he's only... I mean, he was only going to hold her depending on her answer, but if she just tries to bolt beforehand, sure. So she does get out of your grasp, and she'll say, I'm helping my friends, and kind of, like, jump up. We're going to give her an athletics check to get up one of these mountainous trees. (laughs) Uh, she runs in the front of her hooves hit like the top and she like falls over it so ha- her back legs are hanging off of this thing but her front legs are are kind of on top of it. Senilian. Senilian will immediately be like, let us assist you and he will attempt to like seeing her trying to get up to her friends like he's gonna rush in and, and try to help so he'll try to take that jump too and get up there. 15 is enough, you hop up right beside where Matea's kind of struggling. Hell yeah, so I have an attack left? Yep. Alright, then I'm gonna take that. That'll hit. Seven slatching. What's it look like? The, the whole thing was he just, Matea said she had to help her friends and this is said the sleeper cell words, so he's uh, up there and just right diving into this battle, so he sees the Ged going after this group and he wants to get right in with like the the biggest like knot of of where he can help out. So he just goes in there and just like slams this guy. Now, technically, I do have an extra attack. And you have uh, ten more feet of movement. I do, and it just it feels like those two magical things combine to let me get to to. Can I occupy a safe space if he's dead? Yeah, you're stepping on it. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Can I go ahead and make another tailblade attack against this second guy here? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, he's just trying to slash through here. Whether or not this one hits, he's just going through and, and trying to slash him out of the way. Slash. Sorry. It's, that one was already hurt from Keffa, so you take this one out too? Yeah, he basically just bulldozed ahead and said it was her friends. And just... Alira. Seeing her friends just immediately take off into this battle, she's kind of going like, oh, uh. Range-wise, how far away is this guy? Taking height into consideration. 30 feet. Perfect. She is going to reach for her bracers, which is still set to fire, and she's going to kind of hesitate and then set it to fire suppressor and fire at this ged. Your tech attack is, let's see, uh, it's plus six. So a d20 plus six. Tech attack is what the aliens and Mars attacks used to yell all the time. Yes. 
Oh my god. Nine. Due to andalite chemical aspect properties, um, it comes out in what seems impossible, but a, like, almost physical, like, funnel of ice that spreads when, when it makes contact with something. Like, rapidly spreads, like... This shoots out, and you see the leaves and the branches all start to freeze over, but this uh, Ged seems to drop down on his uh, shorter arm and just roll out of the way. Anything else? She'll kind of sigh with exhaustion and start trying to climb up the ledge (laughs) with her stubby little legs. Give me an athletics check. (laughs) You... Uh, go to jump up and you like get halfway on the wall. You got like the bigger part, so your uh, hooves <laughs> clack on it and the rocks fall down. Luckily, you're you kind of drop back to the bottom. Nobody except Matea sees you with their stalk eyes, but she's hanging on the ledge, half over, half off. So not really embarrassing. Uh, next up is another get that you guys see on a, another raised platform. Cenillion, as you, your stock eyes are scanning, looking around the battlefield, seeing what you need to do, you notice him, and he points a shredder directly at you. Make me a dexterity save. Alright. This beam shoots, a thin, uh, bright red beam shoots towards you, and you manage to duck out of the way, but it still hits your hindquarters, and as it shoots past you, each roll me a dexterity save. It hits each right in her hip as she was squaring off against this uh, gay that you just killed. And as you step to the side, it hits your shoulder, hits her in the hip. Each, you take 15 damage. And Similian, you take a 7. Each, you are up. Ouch. Um, <clears throat> okay, so it was this... Which little guy was it that hit me? Uh, this one up here. Oh. Yeah, he shot something at you. Something Um, you've never seen before. Okay, so I'm going to move towards the one that's in between him and me. And then I want to tailblade attack him. Yeah. That'll hit. What's it look like when you uh, kill this thing? I would attack it like I was trying to slice a piece of of bark off, but we're just gonna kind of slice him in half, or slice off the top of his head instead. Filet his face? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> filet of face. Favorite McDonald's menu. <laughs> <laughs> Give me back my filet of face. Give me that face. <laughs> do you have anything else you can do? I want to move, like, here, so I'm at the base of that cliff, so I'm not in range of getting shot again. Well, so you're like... At the bottom of it, he could, like, look down and try to shoot you, but right now, he's... You've just, like, moved up against the base of it. Okay, yeah. So, kind of take cover there. Uh, y'all's all. Did we ever determine... I know I have a speed of 30 on land. What is my speed through the trees? 40. Okay, so the first thing he's gonna do is pop the guy in front of him again. Uh, with his elbow. 11 will hit. For 12 <laughs> damage. He gone. Yeah, it's the same thing again. Like, he's taking his elbow and, like, right in the top of his head. It just 
puncturing him to oblivion. And then, uh, realizing that there's only one Ged left and he's up in the trees, he's going to take his entire movement and head that way, basically as close to each as he can get. Yeah, right up here next to each. She looks scared, and she's bleeding a lot. Y'all is still in his rage, so he is not... Just not aware of stuff that's going on except for destroy these things that are stopping him and trying to hurt his friends. Keffa. Keffa is going to see Maitea hanging on the side of the ledge and is going to run over and pull her up. Yeah, you pull her up. Uh, anything else? Uh, no. You'll hear, thank you. And she'll look around and see the last Ged. She needs to jump up again, so she's going to try to, actually, she'll try to run around to get to a, a smaller point to jump up. So. so she'll start to double move towards this Ged. And as she gets about right here, out of this tree behind the Ged, a Hort-Bajir jumps out and tries to tackle her. And she manages to stop just in time as this Hort-Bajir smacks into the ground in front of her. She stops and looks down at it. What? What's wrong with you, Sanillion? I think before he makes up his mind to do anything, he is going to quickly private thought speak to Alira and just say, Alira, do we think there's anything that could be left of Prince Ciro? Based on everything that has been happening and the explosion, I don't want to be pessimistic, but I'm not sure. Why? I think now would be the time to check while Maitea is on a different path. I could, I could go do that. He is so torn about that. <laughs> Genuinely, I think that's going to be his entire turn is the indecision between running with Alira and staying with these hork and Maitea to make sure that they don't head that way. Alira. Alira is going to start morphing back into the cafe bird. Uh, yeah, that's your action. Do you want to move or anything? After I morph? Or... It's going to take you a little while to morph, but yeah. you're starting. Nah, I'll just, I'll just do the morph. Next up is this Ged, and through the smoke, I'll say he hasn't seen the hork run down, uh, embrace themselves kind of at this, um, the bottom of this tree, or in the tree swinging towards him. But he does see the Andalite that's closest to him. So he's going to shoot at Matea. He will tell uh, the the Hort the Bajir knows that he's about to shoot at him. So he's going as he's on the ground, uh, ducks lower. Uh, she manages to duck behind another tree, but still gets part of her uh, her shoulder hit as well. She's matching you each year. Am I about 10 feet away from that Ged? Uh, yes. Okay. So I'm going to uh, poison spray attack against him. Constitution saving throw. Uh, a six. Fail. 1d12 poison. What does this look like each? Uh, so there's a, a mist that comes up uh, through all of the smoke and it's just kind of like this liquidy gooey stuff that kind of adheres and sticks to him and gets in his nostrils and 
starts to cough and slump. Anything else each? No, I think just keep staying as best undercover as I can, like move back into tree coverage so I'm not out in the open. Yowzaw. I have the same initiative as the Orc Bajir. Uh, yeah. He's just slower. Has he done anything aggressive to Matea yet? Uh, he jumped out of the tree and tried to grab her, but did not succeed. Okay, so what I'm going to do is hop up and try and get to basically in between them. I can't really get in between them, but sort of in between them. And I'm just going to put my hand on the hork and just be like, No, friend. The hork cocks his head slowly at you. And you see his uh, beak start to spread and smile. This is not a hork that I know, I'm assuming. It's not one that you know, like, you've hung out around with the same as you have Kefa and each. But I recognize him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'll be like, no, friend. And then, like, realistically, if I'm being honest, he'll turn around and start checking on Matea. As you turn around... You see, as you lean down to talk to Matei, you look down to talk to her, a blade, elbow blade, shoots through your stomach and out the front. Uh, That's going to be 10 piercing damage. uh, As you kind of reel from that, does a 10 hit? No, a 10 does not. You manage to slump forward a little bit as a tail swings right above your head. The blade that's currently sticking out of your stomach... You hear it just slide back through. Kefa, you just watched this happen. Uh, Kefa immediately jumps up there and is going to claw this guy. 23 will hit. And then she's going to turn to Maitea. And she's going to sort of motion to Maitea to tell her the best place to hit. Uh, and I'm going to expend a superiority die. And she can go ahead and attack him. His head. As y'all is like lean forward, she puts a hand on his back gently. And her tail blade whoosh, swings in front of her. Uh, she gets to add it, that D8 to it, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. You can roll it if you want. Sure. Oh, it's to the damage. But yeah, anyway, oh, yep. definitely yeah. taking it to the damage. Oh, shit. Her tail blade, it slices one way, and you see, like, the neck of this hork start to part. And as it comes back, one of the teeth, you see it attached to one of the bones inside the neck and just crack it as this uh, hork head falls sideways and it falls to the ground. She's going to turn y'all around and say, why attack y'all? Y'all will respond with the most confused, unable to process anything that's just happened, grunt. You hear Matea's voice, Kefa, in your head say, Yerks. What yerks? They're another species. They take over. Take over your body and control it. Alira, about a, after a minute passes as everybody's kind of like gathering themselves, you are fully morphed into a coffee bird. Can I... So as I morphed, my bracers came off. Is there any way I can pick them up in my coffee bird talons and fly them over to where y'all is? Uh, yeah. Okay. 
because what she wants to do is say to both Maitea and Sanillion, on my bracers, there's a switch to the green symbol. Use that, and and you can heal him. Maitea nods to you. So each is going to move up um, as fast as she can up to y'all and pull out her, her soothing salve and slap some soothing salve on him again. Just all the goop. And Matea's messing, kind of messing with the bracer as you're doing this too. Plus three. So nine. No die. Yes, no die. Matea messes with this bracer. Okay, let's do three. Uh, so you can roll 3d4 and then add your intelligence modifier, which I think is three. Three, yes. So nine. So y'all, as. Matea is messing with this little bracer. She presses the button and three small darts uh, shoot out and hit you in the chest. And you just feel like a numbness go over your body and then uh, soothe. You feel better. Uh, You gain nine more. You guys are out of combat. Anything else you want to do? Why friend attack? Kepa's going to look at Matea and say, not friend. No friend. Friend, we know them in our clan. But not friend. Yeah, y'all's not processing this at all. Like, is friend. It's hard to explain, y'all. Try. You know, it's you know how you control your arm, your blades, you make yourself slice the tree bark. Yes, to eat. Something else is making them move their arms and use their blades to slice friends. How stop? Uh, Matea sighs it at and she doesn't have a real answer to it. In fact, she says, there's no real way to stop them. They keep spreading through the whole galaxy. My people are trying. And with that, Stalk eyes kind of look back over to Senillion and uh, the other one does look for Alara. Is she still around? Uh, yeah, she's um, she's flying uh, and I think she's going to go land in, on Senillion's back. Sanillion's just slowly approaching them, and he'll one of his stock eyes will follow Alira as she lands on his back, but he's he's slowly approaching this group, just not sure what to do at this point. What what of home tree? I don't know each. The sound of that yells like Ugh! and hops back up and starts running towards home tree. No die! Y'all you hear in your head. Wait. No, wait. They'll get your brain. They'll get your body. Kefa's gonna run after y'all and say, y'all home gone. Family. Gone. Home gone? What do? And at that, 
Keppa's going to stop and turn back to the Andalites. What do? Sanilian's going to private thought speak to Alira. Could we bring them with us? What just happened to them happened to us. I guess... Yeah, we have to stick together. Okay. Do you want to check, or should we just leave? I'll take a look. And she'll take off and fly. Stay in contact. 15 seconds. Yeah, I'm gonna fly up and see what I can see. You fly up higher into the canopy and towards where Mateo was running at first. And roll me a perception check as you move through the, the trees. Unfortunately, the smoke is really thick, but you manage to dive down a little bit. And as you get closer and circle around, you see a crater where a tree used to be. You see parts that stand out amongst all the nature and all the green flora you see pieces of machines pieces of structures you see an andalite body laying almost directly in the center you see another one brought out uh, towards the edge of the, the crater. You see more of those, what each was calling the Chadu. You see a few of those scattered around. Destruction. Do I know how many other Andalites are on this planet apart from Ciro. You know that Ciro came here with this family. Okay. How many that is, uh, give me a history check. And if you ping it back to Senilian, I'll let him give you one too. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna relay to him. What I see. Fucking better be. Mostly just because he needs contact. <laughs> he needs reassurance. As Alira pings this message back to you, Senilian, it clicks in your head that Ciro didn't come alone. He came with oh, a mate and two children. I'll even say you know all of their names. The uh, mate is Hera, the daughter is Aldrea, and the son is Barafin. Alira, how many bodies do you see? I only see two Andalites, which means the others could have escaped, I guess. At the end of that sentence, Alira, you see another body, smaller one, with a thinner tail blade, a female Andalite. Make that three. One could have escaped. I suppose. Yeah, and I guess she'll fly back down. Um, 
and land on his back again and say, we have to stick together. Y'all went over to the hork body and has just been kind of looking it up and down and is eventually going to look at Kefa and say, no look different. Kefa's going to turn to Maitea. In, in the head. She'll walk over to the hork and look at y'all. Look at Kefa, look at each, and on the side of this Horkbazir's head, she'll take her blade and slice it open, and with a sad look in her eyes, she'll spread this wound a little bit, and you'll see this gray blob squirm and slowly stop. Y'all is horrified. That it? That caused not friend? Yes. How no, now? You, you can't. Not safe. No friend safe? Maybe... There may still be a chance if we hurry, maybe we can save some. But we need to figure it out. We need to figure out. Go to new friends. Yes. Metal trees? Metal trees. How is Matea looking? (laughs) Matea's doing okay. She seems to have, like, part of her shoulder is burnt. But that's it. That's the next thing y'all will do. He'll like point to Matea's injuries and then he'll be like, fix the new friends. Matea is wearing the bracer that fixed him. Uh, she's just kind of holding it right now. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yes. Y'all's going to grab it and start pointing it at each. <laughs> Alira is, is like vocally <laughs> thought speak to everyone. I was like, wait, <laughs> careful. Million. <laughs> Will, like push himself to like get there. Like once Alira starts saying like wait 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 on that, he'll he'll push himself to get up there and get get involved. Okay, yeah, he'll he'll give it up easy. He doesn't know how it works. <laughs> Neither does Snillian. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing the confusion, each is going to pull out another one of her healing solves and just start kind of. <laughs> Actually, Alira's gonna. She's like, maybe give it to Maitea. Yeah, once uh, once everybody is healed up, Yell is going to jump out in front and start leading the group to the metal trees. Keva has sort of like sat down and just has her head in her claws and just sits there and, and starts smacking the side of her head and she says, don't know enough don't know enough. Each is going to come over and she's still got the, the healing solve all over her claws and kind of like take either side of your head and say, stay together, stay safe. He'll look at the Andalites, whichever one is nearest him, and he'll point it again and he'll be like, that yerk? Senillion will uh, 
Listen, he has his good intentions, but has he's not good at alien contact. He will very loud thought speak in your head. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Y'all. Confused. <laughs> that is a get. There is a yerk in the get. And he's looking at my tan now like, idiot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so he'll look at Sanelia and he'll be like, get. Yerk. Yerk in get. Sanillion will try to, like, he's trying so hard. Uh, he's gonna, like, do a kind of similar thing, like, this small with his hands for, for like, Yerk. And then he's just going to, like, lopside his body and go, Ged. <laughs> ah, I get, I get. He'll, uh, he'll kind of wave his hand for everybody to follow him, and he'll look at Sanillion and he'll be like, Come! We fuck off! <laughs> and then he'll where? Metal trees. Matea starts to join him. Yes, I need to see if my family is okay. What are the metal trees? To Matea. He just, he just, come, 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 come. It's what they, what they call the structures that Ciro built around the trees. That's what they call metal trees. She starts to move. Is Chidu back with us? Yeah, he comes out of the tree and jumps down on your shoulder. Uh, you don't see Bronk, though. Okay, but I'm not worried about that just yet. I'm assuming if he heard the explosion, he probably went back to the metal trees. So, In my brain, he's fine. Everything's fine. Maybe he went back to the great tree, though. Good. Either way, everything is fine. You know he's in one of those two places, though. Yeah. After not a long of walking, you guys make it back to uh, the metal trees. Except there's no trees. It's a crater. Uh, you all see the same thing. The pieces of the metal tree scattered around on this dark land. Y'all is the first one there, and he sees Ciro near the center of the crater. New friend. And so he starts looking around for his other new friends to see if any of them survived. And as you look around, you see your new friends, two of them. One, Hera, towards the edge of the crater. Now Drea, laying a little ways uh, on the other side of the crater. And as you see your new friends and your old friends join you, you notice that Bearfin's body is missing. But yeah, the, the other two also approach and see this, and Matea drops again. Another th thought speed screen rings out. Uh, he'll look at Kefa and he'll be like, Bearfin, Bearfin not here. 
Bearfin okay. Uh, each is gonna go around and start looking for Bronk. Uh, roll me a perception check. Don't you fucking kill my dog, Austin. You see beside Aldrea. Lane next to her with his head on her on her neck where her head is laying on the ground. Bronk laying there, and as you approach him, he just looks up at you and lets out a small whimper. <laughs> 